0: You ever met someone who possesses the kind of character traits that you know will lead them to success? They're insightful, highly intelligent, compassionate. They got swag. Got a good set of pipes on them, too. Like, they can sing. Has a voice for radio and does radio. And did I mention he's funny as hell? That would be my good friend, X. His mama named him Anthony Belser. National comedian turned radio personality. Husband and father. He refers to himself as a grown man. Though I've worked with him for a couple of decades now, it was refreshing to get to know another side of this grown man. Hope you'll learn something from that side too. Listen in as I chat it up with Tone X. Uh, Welcome to Yes, Yes Honey, a podcast celebrating people who are healthy, happy, and whole. Thank you for every single day that you give us an inspiration word. Yes, honey. It's inspiration in a word. And now here's your host, JD, the diva. No one can do that yes, honey, like you. Do it, do it, JD. You're so sedate right now. Is there a particular reason why you're so, like, laid back in this calm energy you're giving me?
1: It's Ramadan.
0: Yep. That did it.
1: And this is the energy that you get. And the reason that you get this energy is because you are trying to pull yourself away from things that cause your energy to change, causes your volume to increase, which causes stress. Mm. So it's a bunch of internal soul searching, uh, preparation, planning, fasting, and praying.
0: You just try to be fasting and praying.
1: Fasting and praying. You just try to be a better version of yourself after these thirty mm-hmm. days before when you went in them.
0: So I've known you for over twenty years, mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't know you.
1: Do you okay. know what I'm saying? So yeah.
0: I know we have conversations like off the air. So people know we work together um, on the radio station. Right. But a lot of times the people that you work with, you don't really know them. You know what I'm saying? You know their work habits. You know all of that about them as far as work is concerned. But where I'm going with this is, tell me about who Tone is. For example, what was your home life like growing up? Were you spoiled?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was spoiled. I was spoiled because I was the only kid who never got into trouble. Like my father had, I was my mother's only child. So I had brothers and sisters, but mm-hmm. all of them got into trouble. They were even going to jail or something like that. So mm-hmm. I was the kid and never got into trouble. Really? I, I wasn't trying to go to jail. And my mom, I stayed with my mother. My parents were divorced when I was 17 months old. So I stayed with my mother, but my father was in the city too. So I saw both of them. But my mom would do anything to make sure that I didn't get into trouble. So she always had me in something. She always had me doing something. Mm-hmm. She was always... Taking me something. Had you active. My father, he was making sure I didn't get into trouble. But the game he was giving me, if you misconstrued it or if you took it the wrong way, you would get into trouble. Mm -hmm. So he was giving me his angle. My mother was giving me her angle. And when you put them all together, it was like as long as you stay out of trouble, he's good to go. And everybody Mm -hmm. knew me. That was another thing. I it's was marrying his son and then my mm-hmm. father was wild. So So it was, was like your father, that's Billy Belsa's son.
0: Military, no. Was
1: he was he he dealt with Camp Lejeune, okay uh, with the Marine Corps. And um he was disciplined, but he was a different type of discipline. He was What
0: was that mean? What does that mean? Different type of discipline.
1: That means he was not the expressive type father. Like it would have been great for my father just looking in my face and say, I love you or you did a good job, but my father would pat you on the back, squeeze your shoulder, mm-hmm. like that's how you knew he didn't miss a holiday, he didn't miss a birthday. Yeah, he didn't. If I ever needed money, that was nothing. But he, he never said, "I love you." No, I can't remember that. He he would say, "You would know when he was proud of you by his mannerisms and and, and his energy around you." But he didn't come from that type of mm-hmm. environment. He didn't yeah. come from type of household. He came from an abusive environment, so he couldn't give you what he didn't have. What he didn't know. That's so right. he did the best he could and gave yeah. you and gave you what he could. But I always used that as a blueprint of what to and what not to do with my son. So, mm-hmm.
0: so I think about my relationship with my father, or lack thereof, because I've talked to you about it sometimes, just about the fact that my father, he was not in the home. Mm-hmm. And I think about, had he been there, what would I be like? Would I be different? So my dad, you know, he, he cheated. That's what he did. He left his family, and um, I feel like I need a therapy session. You sound like a therapist <laughs> right now. No, I'm just saying, because I realized, though, it took me until I was in my 30s to realize that my father not being there impacted me. Oh, heaven. And how I deal with men or just relationships with And the how you look sex. at men. Right. And so I think about that when you just said your father never said that he loved you. Do you how do you think that has impacted you, positively or negatively? Or if at all, do you think it has?
1: I mean, um, it's different is what did they say? It's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> so it's different ways to show affection. Yeah. Everybody um doesn't talk. Everybody, some people use gifts, Some people use money. Some people the, everybody is not like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. where they say, "Oh, baby, I love you," and I'm so proud of you and I'm so thankful to be your husband," or "I couldn't think of anybody better to marry or you mm-hmm. Like you don't know, you get that um, from different individuals, but that's an individual sport. I see. Love is an individual sport. It ain't no team sport. It's an individual sport. So depending on who coached you is how you're going to play. Mm, so, true. you know, some people are going to be LeBron with the love. Some people are going to be Shaq with the love. You know, very dominant. Some mm-hmm. people are going to be AI with the love, meaning they were great, but they never got to that championship. They never got that ring. So it just depends on your makeup mm-hmm. and who coached you, and that's how you are going to be able to let – any individual know, yeah. not just in a relationship, but any individual, any person know how you feel about them, especially if you love them.
0: Yeah. And I think individuals have different requirements or needs. Not only do they, to me, express themselves differently in terms of love, but they receive and what they require in terms of love can be very different. Right. So what do you say your love language is? This is like puts you in your happy place when you receive what?
1: When I receive? Mm-hmm peace of mind mm-hmm. like you can't put a price on that yeah that's like no man wants to go home if it's not peaceful you know i used to do a joke um on stage and be like you can tell a young man and a married man by how they act when they pull up to the house because okay. a young man pull up to the house mm-hmm. he tried to get out the car so fast <laughs> he done dropped his keys he can't he can't <laughs> wait to get through that door because you mm-hmm. know whatever's in there it's on and popping, first of all. That's so right. he, can't, he can't wait. Yeah. I say, you look at a married man. Married man, pull up to the house and don't get out the car. <laughs> married man, keep the car running.
0: Why don't he get and out the car, And then he'll up? put a
1: CD in and sit there and listen to the whole <laughs> CD. And if a kid come outside be like, Dad, are you here? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I am not. Don't even go back in that house and tell your mama that I'm out here. As a oh matter of fact. God. I'm getting ready to call her. And then he'll call you. Listen, stopping by Walmart, did you need me to pick you up anything?
0: <laughs> This is the difference.
1: And young cats can go home and leave. <clears throat> young cat get home eight thirty and yeah. be like, "All right, I'm I'm going at ten. I'm gonna meet y'all over there at 11. When you get a grown man, especially if he's married, once
0: oh my he god. get in the house, that's it for the night.
1: You can't call him for nothing. <laughs> you can't call. You can't be like, "Hey, hey LeBron playing at nine 30. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's it's nine. Yeah. Well, where you at? I'm home. Oh well, you know you ain't coming. <laughs> We'll talk to you tomorrow. We know you ain't. We know you ain't <laughs> coming. And though. what's worse than that? Mm. Getting home is if a grown, man, if a young man sh- take his shoes off, if a young man take his clothes off, mm-hmm. and you tell him, "Yo, we getting ready to whoop to whoop," he will put on either them same clothes. Mm-hmm. He'll come up with another outfit. Young cats, single, they can even jump in and out the shower so fast.
0: <laughs> you ain't doing and that, and that. Get song. dressed. That ain't happening.
1: <laughs> and you grown you first of all whatever i got on that's what i'm wearing wherever we go so whatever i have on right now that's what we because a grown man will tell you what they gonna have on oh are they gonna be wearing okay because oh that's what i got on mm-hmm. and then once we take our shoes off that's a wrap yeah we never going nowhere yeah that's what it that's is that's it for the rest of the night because yeah. we'll go to sleep in our clothes
0: and there's something comforting about being okay with it being right there like this is what it is I know being in my 50s now, I'm just like, yeah, take it or leave it.
1: You get older and you like what you like. You like what you like. And, and the you reason do what why you, do. you like what you like is because you realize you're on the way out. <laughs> so you might as well do everything <laughs> really that keeps you that. happy. Well, yeah, every every time you get up in the morning, mm-hmm. that's one day older. And yeah. my son got up this morning. He's 11, but that's you one day older. And I am too. Our ages are just at opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. But everybody gets one day older. So when you get older, you realize you're not turning back no hands of time. You can say 40 is the new 30, 50 is the new 40. it 40. is what it is. No, it's not. Numbers don't lie. If you think 40 is the new 30, if you 40, <laughs> then go out with some 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And watch when you get back home <laughs> if you don't say 40 is the new 40. <laughs> so whatever it takes for you oh my to be happy, you're right. then that's, that's, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what you
0: do. I like it. So let's talk about um, your kids. Okay. Got two? two
1: I boys. remember when Justice was born. Everybody remember
0: Oh, that. my God. Justice is now. 22. No. Yeah. A man. Really? And you got the baby, baby boy.
1: 11. London. London. So it's a cycle all over again.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So like, how mm. are they different? What are their personalities like?
1: Justice is me.
0: Mm. Reincarnated. It's you. It's you. I talked to Justice
1: um, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was National Superhero Day. Oh, yeah. And I remember asking on the uh, radio during my show, I was like, if someone, who who is your superhero? Mm -hmm. Call me up Mm -hmm. and let me know. I said, superheroes are people that do ordinary things, extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And they look different to different people. And I also said, you've noticed with these funerals, how everybody shows love at these funerals, yeah. which is beautiful. Yeah. But you would love to get that amount of love while you are here. Mm-hmm. Thus, give people flowers while they can smell them. That's right. Thus, I heard the minister say, we have to stop and start glamorizing mm-hmm. life. Yeah. That's so right. that's what that boiled down to. And I talked to him. My London called up. To the station. He
0: did. Oh, so cute. And
1: he, I was like, hello. He's like, Dad. I was like, huh? London? He was like, You're my superhero. <gasps> well, that killed me.
0: Oh, my God, Tom. No, he didn't.
1: Yeah, he did. And, oh, my um,
0: goodness. Then I
1: talked to Justice after I got off the air. He just happened to call. Yeah. And I was like, Your brother called me today. It was National Superhero Day. And, and he was like, Oh, so that's why I called. I didn't even know that it was Superhero Day. But, oh, I guess I see that's why I called in, because oh. that's what you are. And then he was like, I laugh all the time. At myself, because I say, Look how I do things just like my dad. Look how I talk just like my dad. Look wow. and I say, yeah. that's, that's that's amazing.
0: Justice. That's gotta make you feel good. It did. It gives you purpose. It's like, okay, that's why I'm here.
1: It's a beautiful thing, because it could switch. Yeah. I can be as n I can be a superhero today. Next week. Not he so he much. might not be talking to me. So you mm-hmm. you take that because every parent and every kid don't get along. And here's the thing, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They don't have to get your kids. Don't have to love you. The kids don't have to like you. You know, so it's it's beautiful if they do. And my eleven year old, he's eclectic. So he um he takes bits and pieces of everything and puts it together. He's quiet now, but he's into beats and video games. Yeah, I'm telling him, well, you gonna play video games like that? You know, you can get paid to do that. Uh
0: huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, daddy. So he's
0: creative. But both of your kids are kind of very creative and artsy.
1: It seems. Yeah. Justice is ready. I mean, he's choreographer. He he's
0: I know. A dancer. I'm, I'm he's
1: a killer on I'm the see stage. I you and
0: Yolanda and they're trying to do his dances. He can sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can he can, he can he can freestyle. I love it.
1: He does everything. So
0: so does Justice have a girlfriend? Do you all talk about girls' relationships? Oh yeah, he got a and, girlfriend. <gasps> mm-hmm. Does he? So what he do does. you talk to him about? How do you how do you have that conversation? Does he come to you freely? Oh, and yeah. Ask for advice. Oh yeah. Because advice saying? you get
1: from men, advice you get from your mother is different. Oh. It's different.
0: So what what's the difference? What what advice do you give him or or what is the one question or situation he's posed to you that kind of threw you off? That you weren't quite ready for? Has that ever happened yet? Or has it happened period? Nothing
1: nothing really thrown me off cuz when you're a comedian and you got a comedic mind, you think different anyway. Mm. So um when I talk to him, I just tell him, you know, be smart. Be smart. Um, make sure it is what it is. You know. I know you're probably having sex. Well, I know you're having sex, so be smart. You don't want to.
0: But he didn't say, Dad, I'm having sex. Look up.
1: Yeah, he's having sex. Yeah. Oh. Me, and, me and Justice talk, so okay. yeah, he having oh, sex. I'm. He ain't a player. He just crush a lot. Um, oh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just tell him, you know, yeah. be smart. You don't mm-hmm. want a kid. A kid will hinder what you're trying to do now. You're trying to get your career started. Mm -hmm. Um, And I use analogy. Everybody ain't meant to go up on the elevator with you. Some people are supposed to get off on the floor and you Mm -hmm. still go up. They're not supposed to go up with you. So I give him, you know, bits and pieces like that just so he can understand what's going on. And I'm like, you have to protect her if you care about her. And you have to protect her, and it's a lot going on out there now.
0: Yeah,
1: it is. Are you willing to protect her, right? The way she's supposed to be, and you know, yeah. he really loves this young lady. So I'm like, okay, you oh, know, love wow. is different too. Oh, Yeah, I'm like, that's different He's too.
0: He's got young love; it's fresh and exciting. Right. <laughs> Don't shake your head like that. Right. No. He's got
1: young love. So <laughs> you know, see if it how it look when you get older. How that older love. It can hit still
0: be. Listen, love can even if it's young, it can still be legit.
1: I mean, it's legit, but it's different. He,
0: Everybody wants to be in love. Do they? They do. Everybody. Everybody wants love, period.
1: I don't want to be in love with anybody. I'd rather love you.
0: I mean that too.
1: Well, of course. It depends on how different. you look at it.
0: I know it's different, but what I, whatever that feeling exudes or whatever that feeling brings, people want that. People want to feel loved, protected, heard, respected, all those things. The number, one th- the
1: number one thing that people want is to be appreciated. That's what they want to do. People want to be appreciated. And Acknowledged. However I matter. you show that, then
0: that's a good thing. they
1: receive that. Mm-hmm. But they have to understand that they matter first. Because if not, you'll start trying to get validation from people who don't matter. Just because you don't think you matter. So if one person says, hey, you matter. well, You be like, oh, that's so... But he don't even matter. (laughs) It stopped. So you got to get validation. First of all, when you look in the mirror, that's the first one. God matters. Absolutely. That's who made what you see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Not nobody else. There's no amount of likes. There's no amount of uh, hits on social media that's going to make you feel the way that you genuinely feel when you love yourself first.
0: Absolutely. But we all are in search of it. Social Mm -hmm. media, I said, I think we all are in search of it in some form or fashion. And I think social media has done a good job of helping us to not become real about those feelings, not bring those feelings to surface. It has really exposed us to our own insecurities is what I'm trying to say. That's just my opinion. Social media has. That's what you think? I do. I do believe that. I just think that underneath, like, we all like the likes, we all like the hearts and we all like the comments. You know, I can post a picture and you can too. And then, you know, I post a picture or a video or whatever. And then it may be an hour or two later and I'm anxiously getting back to my phone to see, what did they say? What do they say? And it's almost like a drug to some degree. But that really is you. And I'm checking myself too. I'm, I'm doing some self-reflection. It's like you need to feel that. You like that feeling of being valued. Of being loved, of being liked. Why I mean you're a human being. That's just a natural thing.
1: But that's why I agree to disagree. We'll do it. With social media. Mm. I think social media has limited a realistic experience between two people. I think it is a problem. And I think the problem starts when people use the value and the feeling that they get from social media mm-hmm. and likes and they impose that with their real selves and their reality. And they become tied in with the emotions from social media, like it's real emotions. And I think that's when the problem comes in because I'm not going to put a picture up. And if I get so many likes, mm-hmm. I feel a certain way. Right. It's just a picture got so many likes Right. So then I'm going to go back and try to do another picture yeah, no, that's to me. get more likes. Or I look at somebody over here and they have a picture. They have more likes than me. I think that's when it starts to become a problem because social media is nothing but AI. It's artificial intelligence. So it's really mimicking Right. You. I get it. You know, it's really mimicking all of us. All of us are being programmed, whether you want to admit it or not. Exactly. And when it gets to that point, I think that's when I always say your reality is an illusion Mm -hmm. because social media is, is, is just that it's social media, but everybody looks good on social media.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it. I understand exactly. And I agree to some degree of what you just said, but my issue I think comes in to play when, for example, when I talk to these young girls with my organization, the 14 and 15 and 16 year olds, 16 year olds who cannot differentiate between what you just said, what's reality and what is that feeling that I get? when somebody is liking me or not liking a picture or a video or whatever. They don't have that level of maturity to make that difference. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't understand how to say, okay, this doesn't really matter if I only got 100 likes on this, as opposed to to Keisha who got 500 likes.
1: Remember, I tell you love is an individual sport. They they're not back, mature enough. Go so back to your coach. They're
0: brainwashed.
1: Who's coaching you, what's your parents telling you? Right. Cause I tell my son, well, Mama
0: you, trying to get likes too. If though. you
1: pick up the phone, <laughs> the first thing you do in the morning is pick up your phone, and the last thing you lay down at night is your phone, then you have a problem. Mm. I say when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should grab isn't the phone. First thing you should grab is yourself, and you should take about thirty to thirty minutes to an hour, and you should get yourself together because. Yeah. When you pick up the phone, that energy from whatever you see first or whatever you start scrolling, that energy gets into your space and you take that with you. So if you pick up the phone early in the morning, the first thing you see is something detrimental to how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's already shot a curve right for then. your whole day. So right. I think people don't appreciate the power of meditation. I don't think people really appreciate the power of si- uh, silence. We all say we love the silence, but a lot of us don't because in the silence is where you hear the truth. That's right. We God want talks that. to you in the silence. That's right. And you don't really want to hear that. I know a lot of times I don't because the truth about yourself is ugly.
0: Mm-hmm. Can be for sure. It is. Well, well, let's talk about some pretty. Where do you want to be in the next three years?
1: Next three years, I will have um, one of the one of the biggest mm-hmm. apparel companies. Okay grown fit. Mm -hmm. I'll have a streaming platform that will be able to compete against the ones that you use now, the Netflix and all all of those streaming platforms, all of them. Mm -hmm. I'll be, um, making a bigger impact on my sons, um, because I'm gonna have more time to, uh, do the intricate things.
0: Yeah. Things that are important.
1: And, um, I'm going to be creating, Comedy shows, and uh, I'm going to be touring.
0: Wow, you're gonna be busy. I'm,
1: well, yeah, because I'm I'm be- going to do busy. what I like to do. You do know, what you. Everybody are- need an exit strategy. Yeah, because you cannot. Some people can, but that's not the theory of just staying one place, right, for the rest of your life.
0: And do you want to? No,
1: because right. I don't own it. Right. So I'm not staying somewhere where I don't own. For the rest of my life, because what that means is I took the latter part of every day out of my life to give to someone to make sure that they were successful. But when I left that place, what did I do to make sure that I mm-hmm, was successful? Still, right, Most of the time is nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, true. Mm-mm. Well, it sounds like you have a full plate. And I know the ride may get rocky, but you seem to have the faith. We didn't really talk about that, but yet we did. Your faith, you think, has deepened in the last few years? You feel like you're in a much better place?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in a much better place. Plus, I can deal with truth. See, When you can start to deal with truth better, you can get in a good spot. The thing about truth is it's 360 degrees. You can't pick and choose the truths you want to deal with. So they'll manifest themselves, and you have to step up to the plate, and you have to deal with them. And some of them take... Uh, longer than others but Mm -hmm. one of the biggest truths to deal with is when to jump
0: Hmm. what is the one truth you know about yourself
1: before we wrap it up what is the one truth I know about myself that's right I won't be taking that vaccine that's one truth I do know Ah! about myself (laughs) I will not be taking that vaccine and
0: on that note folks we're done. Thank you, ToneX.
1: You're so welcome. <laughs> you, you know you so gotta welcome. give
0: me a uh, before I go because you know the name of the show, right? You know the name of the podcast. Yes, honey. Yes, give it to me. I ain't doing that.
1: That's another thing I ain't gonna do. That seemed like right after that you got to put a dress on. I ain't doing that. I'm not doing that, J.D.
0: Inspired by this edition of Yes Honey. Yes Honey! (laughs) Uh, Catch this and other Yes Honey podcast episodes on Spotify and Apple. And you can follow J.D. on social media at J.D. Diva on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter at J.D. Diva 10. You are now officially my aunt. a radio. Oh, my God. Yes, honey! Like and subscribe to my YouTube, Janine Davis.